welcome to Overwhelm is Optional, challenging the idea that it's okay to be stuck in overwhelm. I'm your host, Heidi Mark, and I'm a body mindfulness teacher and coach, and I help people get out of their heads into their body to find the energy, clarity and ease they long for. I hope you enjoy this. If you do, please subscribe, leave a lovely, lovely review and tell everyone you know. Thank you and enjoy. Social media overwhelm, anyone? This is the episode for you. So, social media, what do we think? Good? Bad? Ugly? How about it's time you took back your life from social media? If you're fed up with losing hours accidentally, if you're fed up of how you feel after you've ended up mindlessly scrolling, if you're really, really getting upset with how much hate and horrible stuff there is out there, if you wish that there was more genuine connection, then this episode is for you. So, social media, I would argue, is neither good nor bad. It's a tool. And it can be useful. It could change the world. Or it can be horrible. And the problem is, is when we look at our own feeds, we kind of think that's what everyone else is seeing. But obviously, we can't see all of the social media feeds in the world. And the algorithms will give you what is either what they think you want or or what you're most likely to click on. But you have choice over that. If you stop reading upsetting posts, you'll get less of them. If you engage with happier posts you'll get more of them so you have control here but sometimes it doesn't feel like it and it doesn't feel like it because it's not actually free and I think it's one of the first things we need to think about social media isn't free it's free if you take back control but it's not free if you accidentally give control and that's really important because You do have power and choice. It just really, really doesn't feel like it. And it doesn't feel like it because thousands of software engineers have programmed your brain to be addicted to it. And this is this is not good for anyone. So what can we do about it? Well, let's just think for a start how you feel about social media. For a long time. I was completely disengaged with it because I really didn't understand it. For my generation, it's not the same as for younger generations. So I'm 52. So I didn't have a phone until my, I think, early 30s, something like that. And even then, I don't think it did that much. So I don't know when I first had a Facebook account. I think I had one. Oh, I've no idea. But anyway, it didn't last long because I really didn't like it. It felt I was fed up of reading statuses that said, I'm bored, to which I just wanted to reply, then get off Facebook and go and do something. But that's probably a bit unkind because I happen to be one of those people who doesn't really get bored. So some people do, everybody's different. But I guess for me, it's like, don't share that. Don't share that crap with everyone. Why do you want everyone else to know you're bored? But there's a whole lot of other stuff and I could be a lot more compassionate about that and say that person's actually lonely or they want to connect or, or they want some help getting, you know, finding more out of life or or whatever. Anyway, 
So in, in my now older, wiser, more compassionate state, I probably wouldn't be quite so cross. But I have noticed that I'm, I'm not really seeing that kind of status being put up anymore. In general, I notice a lot more genuine sharing, which is really, really nice. So years ago, when I got fed up with Facebook, it's it was for lots of reasons, like the sharing of mindless rubbish, but also that hideous thing of people only sharing the absolute polished, polished, best version of themselves. To me, it was like suddenly people can broadcast to the whole world a ver an online version of those horrible, horrible Christmas letters. You know, the ones, the ones where children are winning gold medals at nursery and everybody's got six degrees and oh just don't want to know share some real stuff I mean it's nice to celebrate stuff but yeah anyway so it felt like that I felt that either people were putting I'm bored up or they were putting overly good stuff up and then of course Instagram oh man when Instagram came up I just I didn't get it at all because of all the filtering and then there's all the body image comparison stuff that was causing a lot of damage and I really didn't get it at all. So how did I go from absolutely hating Facebook and socialgram, socialgram, Instagram, to, to loving it? Because I do genuinely, it's taken me a long time. It's taken me a year because I've had to accept that, first of all, I have cousins all over the world and if I don't engage with them on social media, then I don't really get to see the photos of their kids and their weddings and their life. And I used to be annoyed about that, but that's because I'm older than some of them, I guess, or it just took me longer to embrace it. So I kind of thought, why can you not just email me the photo? Why do I have to be on Facebook to see it? Which was a bit ridiculous because it's easier, isn't it? It's a really good tool for sharing bits of our lives with each other. And you can hide it. You can make it private if you want to. You don't have to share with the whole world. But I, I now absolutely love the fact that I can connect with my cousins who live all over the world instantly. And I love the banter that goes on. And I love seeing photos of their kids and their chickens and their lives and just hearing how they're doing. I really, really appreciate that. I'm really grateful for that. Um, but there's also the thing for me of being an, an online entrepreneur and I was trying to be I realize now it's quite funny I was trying to be an invisible online entrepreneur because as an introvert I and also a person who I just don't I don't like to be the center of attention I don't really I to, to my generation it feels kind of weird to go online and promote yourself that just it just felt weird whereas now I see it as this amazing opportunity that for free, I can go online and say, hi, I'm Heidi. I'm a body mindfulness teacher and coach, and I can help you get out of your head, into your body, get out of overwhelm, and in particular, reach my niche, which is women who feel like they're secretly surfing the verge of breakdown. You know, that horrible feeling like you're just about getting through, but nobody knows that you're you feel like that because you would never really reveal this even to yourself a lot of the time because you're a high achiever and you're really good at holding it all together 
So that's like a really short version of my niche. And I've been able to reach these women, these amazing creative women who are holding families together and organisations together and work with them because of social media. I don't know how else I would, how else would I do that? You can't put a poster up or take out <laughs> take out a um, advert in a paper and say, I can really help you if you feel like this. I, I have a solution for you. I, that doesn't work, does it? But the internet works. And even, I mean, yes, I have a website. So I guess you could say, well, you can just put it on your website. But that's quite tricky. You know, if you Google, if you're feeling really overwhelmed and fed up and you and you Google that, it's the response from Google is indeed overwhelming. So it's really difficult to cut through that. But social media enables me to put posts out, to share this podcast episode with you, to put photos out and inspirational quotes, to, to tell stories and share stories from my clients and to talk about my membership, to talk about my course, to talk about this podcast, to talk about the book I'm writing. It's fun. It's great. And it's all for free. And if you like what I'm saying, you can choose to press a tiny little button and follow me on Instagram or Facebook or subscribe to this podcast or you can sign up to my mailing list. You know, there are things you can do at the touch of a button which you wouldn't know about if it wasn't for Facebook and Instagram and, and the rest of them. So that's amazing, don't you think? I think that's really exciting. I can find things I need. So if there's something I need a solution for, um, then I can I can just check on Instagram or Facebook. It's really easy to find things. I mean, sometimes it takes a while to find the exact solution or the exact person who really resonates with you. But that's part of the journey, isn't it? If you know, if so for me, learning to be visible online has been a long journey and there's been many people involved in that. And each person is part of my story and each connection, particularly if it's a genuine connection. This is what I'm really discovering with social media is actually you can say, well, you know, I do see quite a few posts from people saying they're fed up because I don't know, I think they're those horrible copy and paste ones where it says if you're really my friend if you really care then you'll read this post and you'll copy it and you'll you'll react in a certain way and I get why that's happening partly because copy and paste things go round and round and round and they seem like a good solution to when you're feeling disconnected but the thing is that doesn't really create genuine connection what creates genuine connection is is seeing social media as a possible force for good so that's that's been a real shift in my thinking is moving from social media's bad, you know, it it's all showy offy, it's all about disconnect, there's it's all about a lack of authenticity, which for me personally is a big issue because authenticity and integrity and kindness, they're 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 probably my three biggest values. And so it felt like social media is the exact opposite of my values. So I didn't know how to engage with it. But now that I'm finding out that actually um the algorithms want you now to genuinely engage. So it's all switched around, which is really, really nice. So genuine engagement, seeing 
the switch round for me was embracing the fact that social media can be a force for good and then examining my own usage of it because I have felt very overwhelmed by social media. I can easily get addicted to it. So I've worked hard on on what I'm going to share with you um, either in this episode or, or I might do a separate one because sometimes it's good, I think, to separate the thinking about something and then the practical solution, because then once you've done the thinking with me and you've you've kind of thought about what you feel and what you need, I think it's useful for me to put the to do the body mindfulness exercises in a separate episode. That's what I'm thinking. It's just it's just easier for you to find and then you can like reuse those exercises. So, yeah, let's do that. So. Changing your mind about um, Facebook and Instagram and social media, I think, is the first thing. Realising that you have power, realising that it's actually a neutral space or if it's not a neutral space, you can make it, you can treat it as a neutral space. So there's a lot of hatred on Facebook and there's been a lot of political discussions recently. And I would argue that the people who have the power, so the the people who own or have most control over social media, need to be held to account so they with great power comes great responsibility one of the best lines ever seriously with great power comes great responsibility and I don't think our world leaders a lot of them are being held to account I don't think they behave in responsible ways and I think that social media leaders are also in that category of presidents and prime ministers and etc so and and big industry tycoons as well so that so if you if you take all those big powerful people with great power comes great responsibility and we need to hold social media to account as well and and say that you can't abdicate that responsibility that's not okay it's just it's just lying clearly you have a lot of power and influence over the planet so use it for good because Social media can be an incredible force for good, but it's your choice. Railing against other people and saying they ought to do this, they should do this. You might be right, but you have a choice. And the problem is, is each time we post something negative, even if we're right. So each time anything negative comes out, anything moaning, anything blaming other people, anything claiming that other people ought to behave in a different way, even if that's correct in some way, it's very, very difficult for other people because because there's so much negativity, moaning, even things like, so for example, if you put if you share a post about animals being abused yes you're right yes that shouldn't be happening yes it's terrible but the problem with that is it doesn't empower so while things need to be shared because we should know what's going on in the world we should know about abuses we need to make sure that social media includes answers, solutions, positivity. So you can do the whole 
hatred of farmers and the the farming industry or you can you can say you can share helpful kind things there are better ways of doing things so i get why people share shocking images when they're upset but i find myself disconnecting from them because first of all i'm already really really aware of how much horrible stuff goes on in the world but also because I don't find it helpful. I, what I want to see is the solution, the answer, something that lifts me. Because it's too much otherwise. It becomes, that's part of the overwhelm, isn't it? When we watch the news and when social media is flooded with all of the terrible things going on in the world, and there are obviously hideous things going on. But when we are flooded with that, we shut down because we can't do anything about all of it. There's too much. But when you share something uplifting, because there is so much good going on in the world. Then you empower people. You change their day for the better. You make them believe that it is worth them being kinder. That there is hope. You empower people to sprinkle kindness everywhere so social media good or bad or ugly it's a neutral space if you decide it is and then you get to decide what goes in that space you get to, to decide what's in your feed if you search for stuff that is good and hopeful if you subscribe to things like positive news which shares some of the good stories in the world, of which there are countless. If you genuinely engage with people who are putting positive, kind, loving stuff out, hopeful stuff out, you will get more of that in your feed and you will feel better. If you put out lovely, lovely stuff, you will make other people feel better. So we have a choice here. Social media is a tool. There's some bad stuff on it and the people with the most power aren't always doing what they should maybe do. But you have a choice. If it's overwhelming you, you could just switch off all your accounts. But you're missing out because there's a lot of connection to be had. It's a lot of really good stuff. And also... It's difficult to permanently disengage. Some people do, and I completely respect that. How about a break? It can be really, really helpful to have a break because that enables you to think about these questions. Think about what role in my life does social media have? Am I really genuinely connecting with those I love? Am I making genuinely new connections? Am I encouraging others? Am I spreading kindness, love, hope, good stuff? Or am I adding to the problem? So if you kind of thought of social media as like um, this space that goes all across the planet. So it has this opportunity for reaching. I don't know how many. I don't <clears throat> I can't remember the statistics on how many millions of people are connected on social media, but it's pretty incredible. So you have a choice. You can see that space as neutral. And that everything you put out 
helps to balance and correct rubbish and horrible stuff that's going out, the dark stuff. So you can be a force for light and goodness and fun and playfulness and excitement and ease and generosity. Or you can do the whole social media is terrible. I'm having nothing to do with it. It's up to you. But the point is, change the way you look at it. Change the way you look at things and the way you and what you look at changes. Who said that in a much better way? Wayne Dwyer. So there's first of all, there's the reframe. So it's an opportunity and you have, you also have great power. And with that comes great responsibility. So just, it's easy for us to judge other people. Start with yourself. What are you putting out? What are you adding to the conversation? Because yes, we've got climate change. We've got um, terrible refugee situations. We've got terrible abuse of animals and children. We've got a whole load of stuff going on. And yes, we've got a pandemic. There's just, there's just you can get overwhelmed by all the terrible stuff or you can choose just for today to imagine that you have the power to correct that because you do and you could have more intention to the way you interact so you can disengage or take a break before re-engaging or so you're still going to scroll you're still addicted to it because we're not dealing with that in this episode we're going to do it in another episode the whole breaking the addiction and getting your life back. At the moment, I just want to reframe it and say, each time you go onto social media, think of the power that you have to brighten somebody's day and change the way you interact. And if you feel that you're not, that there's a lack of connection, that there's just too much scrolling and pressing like and not really connecting, change that and actually comment on people's posts. Actually comment, say nice things, encourage people. And if you don't have anything nice to say, say nothing. Either come off it or keep scrolling until you can find something where you go, yes, thank you for writing this, you have made my day. Or this isn't for me, but but well done for being brave enough to put yourself out there online I wish you all the best with your business let me know if I can do anything to help or share you know if you find a quote that really resonates with you or you feel would be really helpful for somebody else share it with them I saw this and thought of you I hope it helps or just you know if if you're finding that your feed I see a lot of people saying oh I never see stuff about my you know my friends anymore because it's not coming up in your feed then go into your friendship group search out the friend and ask them how they are and then all their stuff will be back in your feed that's how you do it that's how you take back control with more intention with more integrity with more a little bit more effort i guess what do i want what do i want to get so We've talked about what you could give and how you could change the conversation. But what do you want to get? What do you want to receive? How do you want to feel? So if you want to hear from friends you don't hear from, actually go and ask them how they are. Or, yeah, just ask them how they are. Hey, I was thinking of you. You haven't popped up in my feed. How are you doing? Missing your news. Just do that. 
Because the thing is, it's that actually really, really easy because the opportunity's there. So instead of railing against Facebook algorithms or Instagram algorithms, change what's going on by deliberately seeking out more of what you want from it. So get what you need from it and think about what it is. What's your intention? So if it's to connect, go and genuinely connect. Actually write a whole sentence of loveliness or something funny on somebody's post instead of just pressing like or just scrolling. So there's quite a few people who just go on to Facebook and Instagram and scroll. And that's okay, but don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't think people are judging you. I think we, we have this, um, yeah, this fit. We have such a fear of being judged, don't we? Such a fear of, of being judged and, and feeling like an idiot that for some of us, it can take a very, very, very long time to dare to say hello. But the thing is, this is how we interact these days, particularly during a pandemic. So we might as well do it with more intention and more politeness and more loveliness. Why not? So, yeah, if you're just hiding and, and scrolling and lurking, that's OK in lots of ways. But don't assume that the people who are posting are somehow more confident or more extrovert or just better at this stuff. No, we've all we all just I mean, some people are, aren't they? Some people share every everything about themselves and but they're probably like that in normal life as well that's just how some people are and maybe we don't want to know all of that stuff about them so you can disengage from that if it's too much information or you can ask them privately if they're okay you can message people privately don't it doesn't all have to be visible and you another thing is to think about if you're uncomfortable online but you genuinely want to connect you'll know what's going on with other people but if you just lurk and you check out other people just be careful you're not doing because sometimes you can come out of facebook feeling like you, you this voyeurism thing and it's really not very nice and it may be because you're taking too much information about other people not sharing enough about yourself people want to know how you are they genuinely do we genuinely want to connect and and that's really been shown hasn't it during covid that that we we so need to connect and yes, right now, we really want to physically connect. We really want to be hugging again, but that's that's going to be tricky for a while. So send a hug from social media, but send it with genuine intention. Because sometimes when you send a hug with genuine intention, people can actually feel it. I'm not kidding you. I have felt hugs sent to me and I have sent hugs and they have been felt. So really, yeah, if you've been lurking, share something about yourself or I don't know you don't have to but I think you might feel better if you do because when we just take from others we don't feel good and people want to know how you are um, and I get it's not for everyone my partner doesn't want to be on social media at all which is why I think there's one photo of him with me <laughs> because he doesn't want to be and I get that I respect that but People still want people were grateful for that because people who hadn't seen him for a while because of COVID and also because because he's not very sociable were really grateful to see the photo. So, yeah. How about you share something about your day? Because that might make you feel more connected if you're feeling disconnected. So that's just an idea. So 
And then I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, yeah, linking to that. So if you're an online entrepreneur like me and you have really struggled or you're really struggling to be visible, I still struggle with it. Um, I recently did some videos, which I'm uploading at the moment, and I'm looking at them thinking, oh, they just look rubbish. Because <laughs> I don't have a studio and lighting and and uh, I don't, I'm not really bothered about makeup. I'm just not that kind of person. So I'm being genuinely myself. And then I look at videos and think, hmm, why does my face look lopsided? Why does my why does my mouth do that when I talk? And, you know, why is my hair? My hair's even bigger and scruffier than I realised. And you can do all of that. You can do all of that. Or you can just get over yourself. So I'm working on the getting over myself and just being visible online to genuinely connect with the people I want to work with because... I am determined to work with them and help them and that's what I feel called to do and it's what fills my heart and it's what I love to do. But it's still scary. So I had this idea that actually everything I've had to learn, particularly in the online space of promoting myself and my work, is very much linked to the Zen journey. So my Zen teacher, Dai Zanroshi, who I'm really hoping to interview on here soon, um, he taught us to see both ourselves and our students as perfect and works in progress. And the process in Zen is one of just letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go of the habits of mind that don't serve us and and all of our, or our old gunk don't even really think about it it's kind of like it's just a body mindfulness thing of letting go it's all locked in the body letting go letting go and um yeah this online journey feels very much like that well it's the same journey it's increased it for me dramatically so that's why it's been so painful at times because letting go can feel hard but um yeah so i kind of think of, of myself as a, a zenpreneur so being able to be visible online, including sharing my thoughts in this podcast, and thank you for listening, really do appreciate it, and I hope it's helping you and making you think. It's it's this Zenpreneur journey is, is one of deep self-acceptance, of getting out of my own way, of saying, this is who I am, I'm here to serve, and this sharing of myself online is being of service so it means not thinking about what do I look like what do I sound like what how do I sound like an idiot but of just going okay here I am this is me this is where I am at the moment this is how I can help you I hope this helps you and that is about letting go letting go of my judgments of how I look letting go of my judgments about how I sound Letting go of the judgments about my writing, my voice, um, I don't know, all of it. My online skills, you know, the fact that I didn't do a big launch for this podcast, I just got on with it. That that was a really good thing because I just did it without worrying about it being perfect. And I'm just allowing myself to explore my ideas with you if you're listening Um and that, just that not trying to be perfect all the time, that's been really good for me because I like to do things really well. And just doing things as well as I can at the moment and accepting that, it's been really freeing. 
And yes, some people are going to listen to the podcast and and think that's rubbish. Well, it's not for them and that's okay. And you might love some episodes and hate other episodes and that's okay. Um, Because there's nothing I can do about that. I can only be myself and that being more me, that's good for me. Be more you. Because it's better. Because you are enough. You are perfect as you are. And a work in progress. And the work in progress is coming home to yourself, listening to yourself, accepting yourself, loving yourself. From that space, you can go into the world online and interact with love, with kindness, with integrity, with authenticity. Make that online space and the world better. We can use social media as a force for good. We can reduce our overwhelm with it by accepting that we have control, we have power, we have responsibility. So next time you're online, do so with intention. Genuinely connect. Genuinely change the balance from darkness to light. And have fun. Thanks for listening. If you are loving this podcast, um, please, please, please subscribe on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening to. It's on it's on every platform now, which is really exciting. And please share it with people because it's important to me that the people who can benefit get to hear it. Thank you so much.